Georgie. Aren't you going to say hello? Oh, come on, bucko. Don't you want a balloon? I'm not supposed to take stuff from strangers. My dad said so. Very wise of your dad, Georgie. Very wise indeed. I, Georgie, am Pennywise the Dancing Clown. You are Georgie. So now we know each other. T-Rex? <laughs> I guess so. I gotta go. Go? Without this? My ghost! Exactly. Go on, kiddo. Take it. Oh, you want it, don't you, Georgie? Oh, of course you do. Hello and welcome to the Vertical Viewing Podcast from Vancouver, British Columbia. This is episode number 136. Six? And my name is Scott. My name is Jared. My name is Michael. And I'm Mike. Confusing. I know. It's okay, though. That's what we do. On today's episode, there's a little tidbit of film news we can check out, but we're here to review it what what it's called it and don't that's the last time we're gonna do that joke <laughs> promise it's on first uh andy muschetti i believe right is that who the director Mom's of spaghetti what yeah he did a movie called mama i don't know if anyone saw that no jessica chastain uh but you can subscribe to all of our episodes on itunes on google play music where tune in radio all sorts of weird websites i'm sure the podcast just crawls itself into it's some Russian. We have no idea stuff. where it is at this point. Like some strange biological entity it's cr- like crawling X. down to the bottom of a tower for some reason. Our our podcast is available everywhere is what we're saying here. Uh you can also visit our website, which is where it lives permanently. Where's that? Vertical viewing period com included on that website. Very cool little button. Yellow donate button. Mm-hmm. Takes you to PayPal. Pretty easy going. Let's That's, you you can become some you know one of our one night stands if you want, you can support it's the an show honor, right? in doing what we do for you. Yeah, if you want to make a donation, help us keep the lights on, offset the cost of running the show, stick an internet pie in your ear every week. You can hit that out any ads. But if you want to be in a long-term relationship with the podcast, help us continue to do this. Yeah. Help us grow as people. Patreon.com slash vertical viewing. You could become a hydrogen, helium, or lithium level supporter. It's pretty cool. Uh, it's super cool. What happens? You, it's one, two, or three dollars a month, and then you can suggest movies to review. Yeah, the upper levels get to uh, tell us what to do. You can actually order us around. So, like, what did what are we ordered around to do this time? Well, coming up uh, very, very soon, we've got a Clockwork Orange. Yeah, this, I don't it might think be I've ever heard of that. Never heard of it. It's no. a small little uh, movie by. Stanley, a man you might Stanley not have heard. Yeah. Who, yeah, who is that guy? He's a weird he's a no one. He's a weird guy. <laughs> he's a he's a nobody. Yeah, go go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing. By the time you're listening to this podcast, it may or may not be already available. Probably. It probably will be there. Will be. Uh yeah. That, there's also reviews of Superman Returns. Dune is up there. It's weird. Uh, we thank Fidel for his suggestion here. Clock, it's a good one. Clockwork Orange. That was is a really good. Doozy. Glad. It's a doozy. We're getting to revisit some good ones here, man. Thanks, Fidel. Uh, yeah, thanks to Martin. Thanks to Chris. Thanks to Nick. Uh, thanks to Joseph. All the patrons, including maybe you, right? Yeah, we hope. Maybe you. In the future. Do it. Uh, we're on Twitter. 
at vertical viewing. Fuck the Instagram. Forget about it. It's just not <laughs> sharing. Ass it's not sharing. It's not social when uh, nobody can see what you're doing. I am on Letterboxd. Never forget it. Search me there. You guys should join me. Uh, we can get on with the show though, because it's a quick one. I'm on Letterbox. You just do oh, shit. I don't do anything. Do with stuff. It. Now there's a, there's an app on Android, so that's true. No. Now you can do do not nothing do on Android m- uh, mobily. I just don't want to hear you guys saying I, I have no way to track the movies, and I want to keep notes on stuff and, and I give ratings. Google Keep. Okay, Google Head. <laughs> um, yeah, uh, there's a couple things. I, I watched Gremlins this week. Uh, it. The, I'd never one or two, one, two, the, the, three, fir- four. the first one. Okay, there's only two films, I believe. There's there's two. two. I watched the first Gremlins. Never had seen it. Calm down. It's a Christmas film. I don't like that it. Gave but me I nightmares don't... for years. Is it really? A, is it about Christmas? That's or? what struck me as strange. I didn't know it was a Christmas film, which is really dumb. Uh, also, the movie's bad, right? The movie's really bad. Yeah. Well, well I, I think it had a time and place, and that time and place was when I was like. Ten years old. And I mean, it was fantastic. Giz- Gizmo is adorable. Yeah, yeah, it's a confused movie because, like, Gizmo was a kid's toy, but the but movie's then you had, not for kids. Then you had the fucking gremlins yeah, show up and yeah, like, it turns traumatic into, it li- if a kid it sees this. Literally, in, like, it turns into an alien film where they have these eggs that bust out and there's goo. And I slept with the light on violence. for a couple of years because I watched it when I was, like, seven mm. or something like that. So Stripe scared the shit out of me. <laughs> Yeah, yeah I don't. A I don't like movie it. for kids. For I'm, sure. I'm looking forward to the new batch. I heard it's totally different. It's much it, more tongue in cheek. It's it's much more garbage. It's a party, right? It's a it's a lot more. It's like hey, let's of a Muppets movie kind of. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's really more. It's than really that. dumb. Fuck you! I can't wait to watch it. Don't ruin this one. Uh, there's also a piece of news because Colin Trevorrow got kicked off at of Star Wars Episode Nine. And uh, no one's surprised yeah. at all. The no surprise. We've been calling for this guy's blood on this podcast for a while, I think, right? Was, was Colin Trevorrow ever a good choice for episode nine? No. Well, what an evidence, question. Well, what evidence was there know. that he was? Yeah. Well, right. Jurassic World in the top, is it the third highest grossing movie ever made? Yeah, yeah but, but it's, it has a built-in that? audience. It's not necessarily that he was a great yeah, director. Guess what has, has nothing to do with Guess him. what also has a built-in audience? This this War of the Stars? I've never heard of it. Uh, but imagine what could have happened if it was a good director. <sighs> yeah. That's what Disney's learning here, I guess. We need a juggernaut director. We don't want one of these uh, sort of green thumb indie guys coming in. Is that what they're doing, though? Well, they got Ron Howard, you know, the most... Yeah, but that's simply because they didn't like what Chris Miller and Phil Lord were doing. Well, they were they saw all these Chris indie Lord. filmmakers, and they, they said, these are cool, cheap directors that might have a interesting take on Star Wars that are going to follow the company line and not try to... But I think they were hiring those guys because Disney just doesn't have any money. Like, they couldn't afford quality what? directors, right? I don't get it, right? <laughs> There's all these wish lists, right? You want David Fincher, you want Guillermo del The list goes on. Just name your favorite director and say they want to do a Star Wars movie. Denis Villeneuve? It's easy. But are all these guys... I, I don't know. I feel like Star Wars has what we originally thought was a George Lucas fingerprint actually wasn't because when we got the george lucas fingerprint on the prequels there were dog shit oh yeah but the whatever the committee is that created the original that sort of it's not bland but it yeah. is a sort of safe <clears throat> tim hates this shit right 
Like that needs that's the sort of thread that should Bottom continue. line though, I think Colin Trevorrow is just a bad choice. Maybe a good choice for one of the spin-off movies, but certainly not episode 9, which in a way you could argue is like the the most important film in the entire Skywalker saga, right? If it if it, if it's truly going to be the final chapter in the in in basically the history of Anakin and Luke and Ray Skywalker? No, I don't think so. Uh, um, okay, sorry. They're gonna, yeah. This universe is not gonna stay. Who compact. the fuck knows? It's gonna, yeah. it's gonna it's, blow. He's not a good director to close out this crucial chapter. I think in the series. No, uh, I don't think so either. And reportedly, it's because he couldn't finalize the script. Like he, he didn't. Failure to launch is what was going on with him. I've read articles where it says just don't fuck around with Kathleen Kennedy. She's like a complete. Like which is too savage. Bad, which is too bad because I really would have loved to see a Han Solo movie from Lord and Miller, uh, the way yeah. they wanted to do it because they have a immaculate history of entertainment. It's just slightly different. It would have been too weird for Disney to be comfortable. Yeah, weren't they really loosey goosey with it? Weren't they shooting a lot of yeah, off the cuff stuff? It's just insane. Yeah, probably. Uh, and this guy Colin Trevorrow had an attitude as well. Apparently, so they're gonna find the most basic director they can find um you know they're gonna go like clint eastwood is gonna come in and direct episode nine. <laughs> oh boy that'll be <laughs> one shot only uh yeah that 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 about does it guys we have to get moving because i can see a red balloon floating oh sweet jesus behind 99 you. of them out in of the, the sewer there's a sh- in the shadows in the shadows behind you i swear to god oh my, i think oh my god oh god you guys are freaking out oh my god So that was a clip from It. In a small town in Maine, seven children known as the Losers Club come face to face with life problems, bullies, and a monster that takes the shape of a clown called Pennywise. Sweet band. Pennywise really is a sweet band. Great band, man. Like some oi punk oh. a little bit. Pennywise, the movie, was directed <laughs> by Andy Muschietti, and it stars Bill Skarsgård, Jaden Lieberher, Jeremy Ray Taylor, Sophia Lillis, Finn Wolfhard, 
Gotta have it. Vancouver's own. Nice. From uh, Stranger Things. Yeah. Reppin'. Which we're gonna, we're, we cannot not talk about Stranger Things, right? It has to come up. This yes. is well, basically... It draws, it draws so much from Stranger, yeah. Stranger oh, Things. Stranger Things draws so much from It. It's that, embarrassing, like, right? Uh, yeah, so Stephen King's It has returned to the big screen 27 years after the garbage miniseries. Is, I remember 27 years? Exactly yeah, 27 years. Jesus. Interesting. Wow. And I remember it came on the double VHS tape, right? Yep. One of the first movies I remember seeing... That had to be split onto two of them. Never saw it. Looked too scary. But when I see footage of it, looks goofy. Wasn't, looks wasn't, so, st- so stupid. Wasn't the double VHS tape formatted the same way as the movies are? One was one. Oh, that's cool. Two was two. I don't know. I think the well, the miniseries like, was. I think was in two parts, right? Well, and, and I think so they is did the, split. so is the movie. Um, like we only got half the book. Yeah. Yes. So stra- let Stranger Things. We've already mentioned it. If that show didn't exist. What would this movie look like? Uh, I think Stranger Things looked a lot like it. Bef- so before, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so it probably would have looked a lot like this. Yeah, this is a timely remake. So it's interesting, right? Yeah. Red, you're the Stephen King expert around here. What did you think of Lit? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to make an uh, acknowledgement or an admission here that I haven't seen the original miniseries. That's okay. Um, but being a kingophile, is that mm-hmm. a thing? Um, a ki- you're a kingsman. A kingsman. Oh, That's a way better. Nice. Um, I love kingsman, the horror this service. monster. I love this movie. I love the magic. This movie was so good. You love it, 2017. I love it. Damn. <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what else. Red to say. gives the kingophile. The kingsman gives the seal of approval here. Okay. That's, it, no, that's good. It, it really leaves things open for connections to... I mean, if people don't realize there's connections to the Dark Tower, it leaves that door wide open. It does? Turtle oh, power. I don't want to spoil anything, but Pennywise may or may not show up in Roland's quest to reach the Dark Tower. Well, I think you've said that before a few times. Yeah, it's pretty <laughs> awesome. It's pretty yeah. awesome. It's pretty awesome. We're getting too much. We're getting a lot of King. He's, <laughs> we're give, he's getting what he wants I, in one way or another. Yeah, and... What I'm looking forward to is uh, seeing the next incarnation of things, too, because I want to see it done well. And from what I hear and what I've seen pictures of and clips from, they didn't do it well last time. So I want to see the adults and I want to see the monster get really fucking scary. Okay. You're you're, you're, you're waiting for chapter two, which I guess is two years away from us now. 2019. Yeah. Well, that's assuming that this movie makes enough money to warrant a sequel. It already did. Yeah. Didn't it? Isn't this like the biggest. What's what's happening with the biggest box horror office? opening ever? Or something yeah, like that? yeah, the biggest R-rated opening ever. Is that no, R? Horror, is horror movie. Deadpool, isn't it? Oh no, it beat Deadpool. Didn't didn't it? Oh, I thought it did. not yet. Um, Michael, what did you think of it? I really enjoyed this movie. Okay, like it was uh, it was great. Um, I loved Bill. Bill was it was, was it, it great? Yes, fun. it was great. Wasn't it, it so fun? It's a fun movie. But okay. what I, what I love about this is it's horrific, but. A lot of the stuff with the clown, with Pennywise, isn't as horrific as everything else that's happening in this movie. Um, like the just the reality of life, of yeah, life yeah. is more horrific, which that is a nice mom? getting s- oh, s- like so- someone spitting on their hand and wiping it on your face. That is the most disgusting oh. moment of the whole movie. 
Well, yeah, and I love how all well, of their fears, which are like Pennywise is projecting out and trying to feed off of from them, are all related to their real life, right? Like that's that's what they're afraid of, and I, it just does such a good job of all of them traveling through this fear over the course of the movie and slowly overcoming these real world issues. And then as a byproduct, they can stand up to Pennywise in a better way. If, uh, if you stick together. If you the stick together. The power of friendship. Yeah, Stephen King is obsessed with weaponizing friendships to defeat evil spirits. Well, it's I don't want to get into the, the lore, but... Oh, uh, God, it's another Dark Tower thing. Yeah, there's <laughs> totally... You cannot let him on the show when this happens. Uh, there's like psychic connections, right? The, uh, the performance here by Bill was pretty great. You, you you like him? I like like the first moment that he pops up in the grate is so creepy, and just like the way he moves his face and holds his smiles and sticks those teeth out and just yeah, the and buck just, teeth. just drools. Like, the drooling so is so effective. Creepy. Uh-huh. So oh, such a good job, and all the kids are pretty good too. Like I, I'm impressed with all of their acting. What's the the main boy's name? Um, Bill. The stutter is it Bill? I think it's Bill. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, um, that's what I was confused. You mean Bill Skarsgård? Oh, no, sorry. Yeah. Bill Skarsgård's acting as the clown. Pennywise. Pennywise is great, and yes, Bill. But I like Bill, the, 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 boy. the, the boy. He's the like, protagonist from Midnight Special. There's a scene um, oh, with yeah. them when they're about to enter the house, and uh, he kind of gives a speech. And as it was starting, I was thinking, like, mm, this is kind of where you're going to see if he can you know, hold his weight. And, and he, the speech was good. You know, and he... he he pulls the stutter, and everything was, was... He did a really good job. Yeah, you can really, really fuck that up. Stuttering is hard to do, yeah. Like, yeah, and it didn't seem... I mean, it's cliche, because St- Stephen King's characters often will have one of them with some sort of disability. I've again, seen it in a... Dark Tower bu- connection. Damn, like, shut up. <laughs> Jesus. Like, Shimi is main... This is okay, fucking insane. Wanna, yeah. It's always yeah. on purpose. But, um... It, it had such heart to it. it like, yeah, it, it really did. It, it pulled that off so well. Like, you felt for these kids. It was, it was like, I remember, I'm not quite as old as they would be, I guess, but uh, <laughs> a couple years after them, that felt like uh, my childhood some of the time, except for, you know, the dude slicing into uh, Fat Boy's belly. Yeah, that's, oh, that, yeah. that doesn't H. seem like, I know the 80s were like the the golden age of being a bully. But and, that and you could seems call a any bit... you could call anybody faggot, right? That was like the the, oh. the calling card of the male masculine bully of the eighties. But carving your name in someone's stomach is just like, like are, he would get you, arrested. But like, is that like attempted murder? Perhaps even I like, think it would probably be that kid yes. would just go to the police and be like, yes. "Look, aggravated I have an assault H. at least." Um, even though he's got a big old well, gut, and even his kids, even, well, even his kids, even his friends were like, "Jesus Christ, what the fuck are you doing?" <sighs> yeah, like it's oh. crazy. Yeah, yeah. As you said, the, the horrific moments of this movie are some of the, you know, social and yeah, they're not the adolescent time. sort of horrors of adolescence as opposed to just full on jump scare shit. Yeah, and good God, the set design, like in the old house. It was oh, I loved it. The, I, I the eat that stuff growing. I and, eat that shit up. Like just oh, it looked so great, so magical and dark and ugh, otherworldly. Mike Green, hi. What did you think of it? Um, my name is Armin Dwight, and I hated it. No, no, I'm just kidding, dude. It was amazing. <laughs> <laughs> okay, no, this movie was fantastic. Um, I I watched 
I mean, I, first I read it as uh, a teenager. I don't think I read it quite when it Im- immediately was released. Is it longer than the Bible? <laughs> it is fat. Like, it is a long-ass book. Um, I actually don't know what happened to my copy of it. I'm sure I probably gave it away or threw it out or something. I don't know. But I also remember watching the miniseries and... Uh, other Good than other than Tim Curry, who was legit, like he was fantastic in that role, the rest of it was terrible. Um, the the whole section with the adults was absolute garbage. All of the acting in that sequence, it looks like a bad soap was, opera. It was it was bad. Um, but you know, to be fair, it was you know for TV, so you know you only have so much to work with when you're on TV, right? I want a really good Salem's Lot now, guys. Yeah. Mm, but yeah, vampires. On, on the whole, uh, I thought this is a, a great uh, adaptation of the book. Um, it was very, very close to the source material. It only deviated in the slightest ways so far. Uh, we'll see what happens in Chapter 2, but so far I'm, I'm really pleased. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. How about you, Scott? Scott? I really liked it. But I didn't love it. Okay. Okay. So it, it wasn't lit. Care to elaborate? It wasn't, it wasn't lit. You knew where I was going here. It was smoldering. Um, I was never scared, really, in this movie. I don't know about you guys. I, no, I wasn't really either. Right? Yeah. But I don't... That's not a knock, really. It's still super entertaining, right? I, I think... Yeah. I'm not sure if that's what it was Yeah. Well, really I, going I've, for. I've watched horror movies where you feel that anticipation in your gut, and then when it ha- when whatever, like... The buildup happens, happens. You feel that sort of release, if you will. Um, that never really happened in this movie. There were definitely like moments. scarier moments, but I never felt that like internal like not quite panic, but you know what I mean. Like it's that like that visceral yeah. response. I, I, got, yeah. I definitely did. I, I was unsettled. There was a few moments where I full on like goosebumps and shivers and. People, but you hate other people, horror, man. You don't yeah, go into this. I you was, never... Yeah, of course. But like other people, and it was you know exacerbated by other people around me. There were some that are screams screaming. And yeah, yeah. People are like popcorn is going flying. Really? <laughs> there was one hilarious really? woman who just kept people were laughing like it was a big joke. In I was the at an, I was at an early screening and it was pretty muted, mild. Oh, yeah, this was. I had an engaged audience. Um, I went with Jen, and and there was one scene where she like. I swear, I thought she was going to fly through the roof. She jumped so high. It was, it was to, amazing. To, to me, it's not a knock against the movie, but it's, you know, these are familiar tropes that the film is working in sure, in the horror sure. genre. Like, yeah. the, if you've seen horror movies, the the language that you're seeing here are, are is super familiar, right? You've seen Conjuring films. You've seen so many... Cl- there's a lot... Clown horror is almost its own little micro-genre of its own. There, there's a movie called Clown, I think, where a guy starts transforming into a clown. He puts the makeup on and he can't take it off and oh, shit. There's a better one. Uh, killer, killer clowns from, from outer space. space. Right. Yeah. That sounds like <laughs> high cinema. Oh, it's uh, fantastic. So, uh, they kill, the, the kills are so great in that movie. I, I, um, I, I just feel like I, there was a lot of familiar stuff and imagery and tropes. and This, this movie seemed to be treading on similar ground very well-worn territory. It's very well, like in, especially in the horror genre, which is fine. And with Stranger Things looming last year, it, it 
it makes Stranger Things worse, to be perfectly honest with you. The fact that Finn Wolfhard is in both of them. Mm. That like, was a weird choice. Super hard he's to really good in this. His char- right? Richie's an amazing character. But you know why, right? Why? Because well, the guy that did Stranger Things was supposed to be the director of it. Oh, okay. I and, thought that... And he had cast... Carrie Fukunaga was supposed to do this. Yeah, it wasn't... Maybe. He's the guy who did True Detective? Oh, right. I was. Okay. I, I would have been a lot more jazzed to see his take on it if we got... He also did uh, Beasts of No Nation. Mm. So if we had... Uh, he's a cinematographer. I think we had a m- much more beautiful looking movie. There's still some pretty great shots in this, um, but not. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I don't want to be harsh on this movie because it's super entertaining, and it's it's because of the characters that this movie works. I don't find. I didn't think that any of the characters didn't work. I felt like some got like short shrift, and I feel so bad for. You wanted more. The homeschooled Mike. Homeschooled Mike. Homeschooled yeah. Mike. Oh, he was he, so token. It, it yeah. sucks like, that he's well, the, the black guy. Also, the has nothing to do. Like you could take him out of this movie, and it, it's identical. Well, no, somebody has to get the gun, so we need to give. Just I, another I was character like, does that, right? Was like it doesn't change I was anything. Cringing as a, that was the only thing in the movie that I didn't like, because I was like, you know, it yeah. just is kind of offensive. Um, but the, but the movie has a lot of love and care put into it, and it feels like the people making it give a shit and um the the opening scene is just an example of that right the tone that's getting set with this rainy afternoon and they're making this cool little boat putting some wax on it so it's going to survive this so it'll float yeah we're gonna put it out in the sewer um just just everything is set up in this ominous way uh and we're not really shying away from the violence, I guess. Oh, this right the, away. The opening scene lets you know what movie that you're was, watching. Yeah, that's what I found real. unsettling. Right, like just bit the kid's arm. And to see and, this like six year old. This isn't spoilers. This is the opening scene. It, yeah, Georgie's kind of. I mean, I don't want to give it all away. <laughs> jo- Georgie suffers a massive, like mortal, m- mortal, mortally wounding sort of life-ending injury and is bleeding all over the street and is this horrific so it's an amputation is the word you were it looking is for. looking bad for georgie boy right now <laughs> uh and no thanks to grandma who's just sweeping the porch up she was looking the other way yeah that's, of course that, that's how no, that's no how thing. quickly kids can disappear right yeah. it's like that's no thanks to cautionary tale come on now uh, if you if you see this yeah sequence stupid cat we um, should have said something yeah this this is the famous sequence that you've seen probably sh- photos of on the, the internet back and forth for years but the tim curry Into version the... is just the classic shot of just this clown in a sewer which is such an unsettling image why would what are you doing down why there would there be a clown in the sewer this is not good the storm do, do they do they have so those creepy. sewers in ontario uh, they i don't, never they saw don't, they do not have those in bc that must be in the novel the description of that in, sewer grate is in the novel I'm in sure. the states they have those sewers like they're all over in the u.s I've i remember so if you want like a something that uh stands out in my memory is growing up watching the ninja turtles movie yeah. because the foot clan would go in and out and of those same style um right right like storm drains yeah and they were totally big enough for like a grown teenager you could just slide or young right adult in. to go yep. in and out of so I, it, it was something totally foreign to me in in my sort of actual uh, surroundings but in terms of like in literature it was totally something that you'd be but in the with. in the 90s version he just gets kind of sucked into it and it's 
That's quick it. and done. Uh, this one's a bit different. Yeah, this one's a little one, more visceral. They're letting you know. And then we go from that to like a different kind of horror movie, and they just start laying the bullies on the losers. S- like so fucking thick, right? Like the the opening twenty minutes of this movie is just essentially a horror movie about navigating. About being a kid, murderous, violent, yeah, very violent, and, and, and all of all of the bullshit that you deal with at home, um, and, and all that stuff is setting up their their fears, I guess, right? Like the, you're seeing their home life only in how it relates to what they're most afraid of, right? Yeah, and you yeah, you see, gotta get to know them. Um, the one kid who's getting ready for his bar mitzvah. What we see of his home life is this strange interaction with this fucked up painting, and he's the study, right? It's all about the study. Yeah, uh, and then there's like the, the homeschool Mike has got this strange hang up with. Well, he doesn't want to kill, kill him. Well, yeah. but like all of the, these things are just where the fears are coming from, right? Like your home life is essentially what is driving your fear, or you know your relationships with these murderous bullies that are. Completely bloodthirsty for no reason. Uh, well, I think it, what it does is it it gives insight into the lives of kids, but it reminds people that kids have kids deal with serious issues. Yeah, and it's and it's a great way to show that like rock fights. The yeah, oh, yeah, that's awesome, right? That was so cool. <laughs> but it's a great way to show that the villains of this movie are are going to be like basically defined by their ability to create fear in other people, right? Like that, the villains of the It universe, they might be demons or just a punk who lives in a shitty trailer. But, but they, their, their function is to create fear in other people. But the really broken people, like the the, the evil ones, usually in, in a King story, there's usually one that will get corrupted. So watching this one guy really get sucked into Pennywise's... What is that bully's name again? Which Bar- one? Barry? Hank? Uh, Henry. Henry? Henry. It's something with an H. Right, yeah. Henry and Patrick. Patrick was the... Warburton? Yes. The tick? Pat- um, <laughs> the, the, I, I love the way that this balances these two extremes of, of horror, if you will, though. Like... The horrors of adolescence and Pennywise just being a straight dick, like psychological versus monster. But yeah. but they're like both like have equal footing and and at one point Mike is like navigating both of these horrors at the same time, right? Oh, like he's, he's such he's an, dodging yeah. the. the 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 bullies they're chasing him around town while he's trying to make a meat delivery or some shit, and the meat packing plant Pennywise is tormenting him as the fucking asshole bullies are trying to kick his ass yeah like, that's it's the just theme this- right like they keep it's it's all of them at a certain point encounter their tormentors while also seeing pennywise it's it's essentially yeah. ghostbusters 2 with the pink <laughs> ooze running beneath all the hatred has has turned into this ooze that is just you know causing hate or whatever and one one thing that we discussed last night after watching the film and i don't know uh, it was something that jen brought up and i don't know where she had heard it but it, it kind of took me from like left field was the fact that Pennywise has been in the same location for so long and he comes out every 27 years to nom 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 um like how much of that trauma that he causes every 27 years rolls down to the generational like yeah to the like life that these kids growing up in this town lead because their parents are all screwed up 
from like their friends going missing and, and like generation after generation after generation after generation yeah, like, like that how how screwed up that is preach yeah i was like <laughs> wow that's like a crazy idea and, that's and really cool g- generations are usually about 25 years right they say yeah. well we see one i mean with the one character um the who has the really sort of greasy mother uh, oh yeah that's that's <laughs> he's the uh, the germaphobe Eddie. kid he's a hypochondriac but that's because his mother has munchausen yeah munchausen syndrome. Yeah, like yeah. she's she's convinced him and everyone else that he's a sickly little boy but it's you know like as the girl in the pharmacy tells him it's like it's all bullshit it's all placebo and what did he call it though? Gazebo. Gazebo. Isn't that great? <laughs> These are gazebos. But I, that is one of my favorite lines. Yeah. The, the moment when it was really interesting to see. There's a moment when he so sort of just sort of throws it back at her. He's like, you know, this bullshit mom, and, and runs out. And just watching her process and her reaction, and she just becomes powerless in a second. Like that was a really cool. I really enjoyed that moment. I thought it was really. Yeah, well done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All of that stuff is really compelling. Like I didn't feel like there was any false moments really anywhere with any of these characters. Um, oh, and the fucking, like, uh, Beverly's dad. Yeah. Holy shit. I mean, like... Yeah, but he got off light from what the yeah. actual story is. And and <laughs> I thought funny. I thought it was interesting to watch the Losers Club get assembled as well. We didn't start the movie with all of these kids being in a tight friendship. We actually got to see some characters get sort of added on, right? Like, Bev's character gets brought into yeah. the losers club ben, ben's kid. ben's character mike also um so you sort of get to watch the assembly of these characters together the avengers it's yeah <laughs> i guess but that's what that's what you need a team Stephen king's yeah. always getting at man you gotta you, you gotta, gotta have actually Dewey. have a child gangbang orgy in order to unite your energies that's weird that's <laughs> that's actually what happens in the book yes um, yeah. No, that is it's actually well, there is a there is a sexual encounter in the book, but I don't know if you Bev, could describe it as a gangbang. Doesn't orgy. Bev sleep with all the guys? Yes, yes. So yes. that that's what I would probably consider. It's such a weird like that's what, uh, almost all that everyone's talking about. Kind these of the days. definition of it. Yeah, it's sort of like hey, I found out. By it's the like, way, did you know this piece of trivia? Everyone's slinging around. I thought it was just she sleeps with the one guy. No, from no. from what I understand, the, she, the king goes into detail about like each guy's unit and shit like that and his, how much each guy's packing and it's crazy shit hmm. mike hi no do you remember any of this shit uh we we discussed this last night and yes there <laughs> there is a an an orgy well, and, the well weird, and the weird thing it's no, descri- no, okay it's i don't want to say orgy book, but it's described in the book after the fact like it's remembered when they're adults, yeah, when they're adults. This happened when yeah. they were kids yeah, yeah. we might like still see it i guess that they all yeah. shared like a sexual awakening together even though one of them's a girl perhaps i think it's awesome it, they had to lose their virginities in order to defeat pennywise or something it was, it was supposed to be a big uniting event yeah, like it's yeah. like Dreamcatcher. This shit reminds me of Dreamcatcher, where you have these like when we hold hands, we become the Power Rangers. And then, uh, the Stephen King's obsessed with Power Rangers. And then Dewey becomes all an Dark alien Tower. And... It's always Dark Tower. <laughs> yes, it is. Jesus. What time is it? <laughs> dark Tower. <laughs> um, yeah, Richie, as we said, really good, basically doing a, a Corey Feldman impression, but almost. Mm-hmm. 
kind of thought it's he good. was better than I, I like it. My favorite line, uh, I think, uh, what did I wrote it down? Yeah, Derry used to be a beaver trapping town, and then he goes, still is, right, boys? <laughs> am I right? <laughs> he says, am I right, fellas? Which is just so, like, there's like layers of sarcasm to that that are so beautiful. He's he's great. You know who he reminded me of is someone you might you might know. Like, his wit reminded me of the provider a little bit. Todd Wilson? Yeah. No way. Yeah, there was some shit going on there. He would really like Richie, I believe. Um, but the, who steals the show has got to be Bill Sarsgaard as Pennywise. Um, yep. What a drooling, filthy, disgusting, completely rabid performance. Like so this he, is, so this he is made some them all- cry on set? Yeah, he yeah, did. I did. And <laughs> the drooling to me was so, like... Oh, just unsettling, right? Because yeah, it happens yeah. in a in 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 a way that you, he doesn't give a fuck. You can tell. Well, it's not even that. You can tell that he's like he's his mouth is li- he's hungry for this. Yeah, like yeah. it's it's his appetite is wet, and, and oh. his, the, the the makeup is so perfect with how how bright red his lips are painted, oh, and, and the, then those sort of off white stripes that slide oh, up yeah. his cheeks that essentially accent like accentuate his. The, his cheekbones and dimples, and as he his face contorts and twists in oh, like all it's a these weird shapes. mask, and his eyes when his eyes are looking in opposite directions, like and that's real. That's not even CG, dude. What? That is legitimately he Bill Skarsgård. He, he flipped he, his eyes all the way backwards. No, 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 when 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 Pennywise looks in two different directions, he can do that. He can actually do that. That's why, why they hired him, you know. <laughs> uh, yeah, they were gonna. They were fully going to CG that, and Scarscar's like, "No, I can do that. I, I'm psychotic. I can yeah. do this." But maybe the most terrifying feature of all on Pennywise is those like rabbit teeth that are just nasty buck teeth, sharp oh, fang when he things. Smiles. They're so creepy. Yeah, but they, they they honestly look like some sort of rodent teeth. Yeah, yeah but they're it's funny. Am- yeah, amazing. They're fantastic. And I the, really dug that. The strange image stabilization that we're getting on his face as he's attacking you um yeah. I, oh, yeah. that's what gave so me goosebumps they might have coming. overdone this a few times but it, it does feel really effective it's, it's right. almost if you can imagine the whole the whole screen is locked to his face and spinning and 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 then twirling he's, around fast his forward right like he's like coming at you so quickly and everything is just vibrating violently and shaking and then he's in your face yeah, face to face, it is so intimate. It, you're terrifying. unable to look away; like you're, you feel locked into his his gaze. It's pretty dope. Yeah, yeah oh. I think that's one of the, the things I really dig about the Pennywise character as like uh, a villain is that like in a typical horror movie, when you get those jump scares or attack scenes, like that's it. the The person's they're dead. But with Pennywise, he comes and he he's feeding off That's your what he fear. Wants. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he wants to prolong that, so he wants to he'll jump on your ass and then like choke you out and you know like do more evil shit to you. <laughs> so it, it's it's even more fun and more gruesome. Yeah, he get, he gets off on making scary shit like the slideshow yeah. scene, which awesome. I will admit, if if I did get close to being freaked out, it probably was during this sequence. Um, yeah. where the slides become sort of it animates haunted and and they start 
poltergeisting themselves. And yeah, there's the same situation in the library with Ben as he's reading these books. That library with sequence re- repetitive is, imagery. When you see that, when you watch the library sequence, if you pay attention to all of the other things going what on, was it's happening? very, very creepy. What was going on in the background? Well, Someone people t- are frozen. Yeah, and then they're not, and then they are. But I it's, think I think that was a visual cue to the audience that something not quite right is about yeah, to happen. I mean, it's other than eerie. the balloon going. Yeah, that's but, yeah. Re- in case you didn't know, yeah, yeah, exactly like a slapping the face with it. But uh, but yeah, I, uh, I I like how each character sees their own version of Pennywise in some way as well, based on what they're each. They're oh, like the leper of. and the the painting guy. The is, painting is the weakest one. I by thought far. that thing just looked like it was out of a different movie or something. Yeah, but it was but really I, weird. But when I thought about it more, I'm like, but this is their personal fear and i'm sure that like every kid probably has some sort of irrational fear that another kid's gonna go what's weird yeah it's weird dude but to the one boy especially what how what we see later on like when they when they uh i, I won't well say that anything, painting but... is creepy guys like it's a fucking it creepy is, it is creepy but in terms of comparison against the other like avatars that he comes into or portrays or whatever that one is definitely for like, I think the majority of us, like the least scary. I mean, yeah, it scares the shit out of out of that character, but compared to like a leper chasing them down, no, it's, I, th- it's I think not the, the scariest one's got to be the bathroom drain the creature. Blood. Yeah, and the weird the hair. T- tentacles or hair that are flying out. And when we're when Bev's getting pulled into the sink, I had no idea what the fuck was going to happen. Yeah, is, that's is there- just a monster from the. The other, the mist. The, yeah, well, that's essentially, a mist. yeah, that's a mist monster. It's from the thinny. That's like, cool. It's the other, it's, it's from the thinny. From a, I think it is part of a thinny. What the fuck? <sighs> the, no, but that that whole sequence I thought was delightfully horrific and nasty and gross. Yeah. And when Bev starts laying out the tape measure down the drain and it goes like thirty feet or something and. Clearly, this is fucked. Yeah, that's and there pulls, should be a pee trap pulls in up there. the blood yeah. and everything. What what I didn't get about this sequence was uh, the <laughs> the way that nobody else could see the blood except for Bev is what I understand. No, the is, kids is that, could too. No, the I kids don't just think the dad, that. I, yeah, they kids can. They, they cleaned the other it kids up. Can. The the Straight dad up. the dad couldn't see it because Pennywise isn't after the dad he's after the kids well, and also just I think because in like the the way that the magic works has to do with like there's something about childhood where you can you're more uh, sensitive to things that are crossing between dimensions okay I don't want to say dimensions because that's not the right word but you no, it's not. worlds no it's not worlds but thinnies. Well, thinny is a is a thin spot between. Uh, I felt like the there was prim. There was the prim a, is where these oh monsters God. all come from. We got, he's got to get out of here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I feel like there was a scene where Bill, Bill and Bev shared a moment where he implies that I I'm going to lie to her and tell her that I saw the blood too, just to make her feel okay with it, even though none of us saw the blood. She says you saw it too, and he goes, yeah. And I got the vibe that he was lying, but he's the one that says we can't leave it like this. I yeah, don't, I don't. Uh, I, I didn't get I that think, at all. I, I think they all saw it. Okay, because I, I took it as I, I wasn't sure, but part of me was thinking this is an interpretation you could take that in order to make Bev feel better, they they cleaned 
a perfectly clean bathroom no. to to you know yeah. oh let's let's convince her that this is a real I don't know where you saw yeah, I, you're I, I wrong. can't I can't uh... so but that does, does can can each of them see the fucking painting guy I guess it yeah, doesn't yeah, matter yeah, right yes. Yes. all yes. of them can always see because they see it feasting on dude's face when they show up right Stanley like, okay Stanley yeah that's a pretty good so, so they see yeah. that like yeah um I like when Pennywise gets stabbed in the fucking head with the with the post oh, yeah. because then the blood starts flowing all into uh, straight up. All of the blood drips into the Pennywise into anyways. the sky. No, but also the blood on the walls, the dripping. Uh, you know, this door scary, not so scary, not scary at all, or whatever. Uh, yeah, just everything about it is unsettling and weird, and um, it does feel. Like, it is a bit of a roulette wheel of random scares that starts spinning after a while. Like, And maybe that's part of the book. I think I read somewhere that Stephen King, his original idea was to have just all of the the famous monsters of the world, you know, in pop culture, in, in it. and so Cabin in the Woods. Sort of, right? Like, <laughs> the, the demon just sort of plays on like your the, fears and yeah. whatever you're scared of in whatever movie you're most afraid of, he'll just become that. Well, I'm yes. going to be Freddy Krueger, and I'm going to be the it. mummy. And well, I'm it's be- like Freddy Krueger. It's very much that same idea of I can come into your dreams, and I'll take whatever is, is your deepest fears. And like you just said, uh, the mummy, like we see Ed in the... Or not Ed, Ben, in the, when, when they're in the library. Is it the library? Whenever he's fighting with... Uh, they're fighting with Pennywise. We see that Ben is afraid of mummies, right? Like Pennywise, I don't remember that? But oh, it, very briefly, you yeah, see that one Pennywise scene where he wraps face, his face around him. Hell he, no! Pennywise's face is a skull, and there's bandages wrapping around Ben, trying to pull him in. Okay, Ben has just saved Beverly from Pennywise, and then Pennywise's head becomes a mummy head and, and starts no. pulling him in, and he's like, "No, ah, help me!" Which, <laughs> which, which actually is a. a why don't I a remember little throwback. that? Yeah, why don't I either? It's so yeah. fast. It's, it's super fast, but it's actually a, a throwback to the actual story, the original source material, because that is set in the 50s. Yeah, and then all like, of the Wolfman is yeah, in it, right? exactly. All, all the things the kids are afraid of are the horror movies of that yeah, day. Yeah, so yeah, the yeah. Wolfman, the mummy, and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, that was hmm. kind of cool. They, I, they I could have that. gone way more Avengers style with this. Like, we could have had all of the 80s monster movies... I'm glad they didn't. Right? Uh, (laughs) It could have been really bad. We're saving that for a Ready Player One. That's kind of what it could be, right? Like the horror version of that. Yeah. Um, But I do love... So we finally track Pennywise down to this pump house, right? He's using the sewers. We knew this all along, The tunnels. The tunnels. The well The beginning of the movie tells you that. He's 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 just hanging out in the sewers. So find out where all the sewers converge on a map. And and also we see the, the kid... Is obsessed with the sewers too. In case, yeah. in case you didn't already think about the sewers, all of this stuff is like these are broad horror tropes that we've seen a million times. But they they work because everything else is nice and like the sheen on this is fucking tight, man. And I love the whole ending sequence where this swirling mass of bodies is floating up into the sky. I have no idea what's going on. I guess these are all the the victims. victims. But the, are these the people that? He is unable to scare, and they're just floating in a strange no, those stasis. Are, those they're are just dead. dead people. Yeah, like, those there, just... there's arms and legs. And... Okay, it, the imagery is terrifying, and these pile of belongings, right? Like just blankets and oh, clothes, and so a, many bikes, just so many kids, the bikes. children's stuff such a good over the scene. Like uh, that's what I mean by set design and stuff. Like that is 
awesome. And yeah. Pennywise, the dancing clown. That I love the whole ending sequence. It might go on a bit too long and feels a bit like a superhero ending, but um, I really loved it. I, I don't know if uh, you needed to... It was repetitive for some reason, like and and the ending is anticlimactic. But we have to we have to end here with just Pennywise dropping out of the movie. But it does feel like this chapter is of its own sort of like I I can close the book on chapter one and feel good about what yeah, I've closure, seen. Closure, yeah, yeah. I, I feel satisfied with these children's story, and they've they've defeated. Pennywise, and and we might have to face him in 27 years, as the legend foretells. But for now, uh, you know, this part of our lives is done. We've we've learned we can kick bullies' asses now, I guess, because we have the Dreamcatcher power. Well, and you the shining and you the shining and you push the bully down a well, and now they're thinnies. No, they're not. (laughs) Sorry, I'm really sorry. Um, Yeah, the end of chapter one, right? So yeah. if that is did the anyone else have yeah. a theater that groaned when that came up because no. they didn't know? No, no. So, I, my theater loved it. Okay, there was a few people in my theater that went what? So does this work better as a split chapters? I yes. mean, they didn't do yeah. this with Lord of the Rings, right? Like they didn't. Yeah, that was just one movie. They, they, well, they, well, they, they, they combined. Now. They combined these the storylines that run in tandem in the books, right? And I think the problem now is that people take movies that shouldn't be split and split them. Like, the, so movies will get condensed when they don't need to be, and then prolonged when they don't need to be. Okay. And in this situation, they figured out before they started. They're like, okay, we need to figure out an effective way to deliver this, and they're going with it. So. I think if this this makes the most sense. It, yeah, this, yeah. This would have been absolute garbage if they tried to to jump like, back stuff and forth or something. Yeah, or, if they tried to stuff the entire story into two and a half hours or however long this running was, I, it would have been too condensed. Everything would have been not as tight because you would have skipped so much character development and nobody you wouldn't have cared as much as you did about all these characters and what they're going through so cutting in half where they did like perfect it really works and they can make sense yeah it makes sense because now when they make the next film it just can be set in 2019 or whatever present day in in terms of whatever takes place after the events of this one um Guys, what what are scores gonna look like here? Oh, it's gonna be high. Are they really? Oh yeah. I you guys are gonna hate me. I'm going with just a straight seven out out of ten on this. Hmm. It's, I think it's uh, more memorable than it's, that. It's yep. it's not blowing the doors off for me here. Fair enough. Fair enough. Maybe because I'm a little bit more uh, susceptible to you're it a being Kingsman. a horror. You're, and you're a Kingsman. Being a uh, <laughs> King fan, a Kingsman, as you King King fan. Kingsman. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> Are you okay? We have to go. Yeah, I'm gonna give it an, an, an eight from me. Okay. Yeah. Really, just an eight. Yeah. I People are going be higher. They're going. That. You're going higher. I'm going eight and a half, man. Okay. Are, I really it, like this are, movie. Are we getting uh, nines though? Uh, I'm sitting right with them. Eight and a half. <sighs> yeah. I okay. This was a very. I really enjoyed this. It was very entertaining. Yeah, absolutely. I, I the only misstep in the whole thing was the score, which I can't even remember. Like that's and it uses those classic just jump scare, just blasts that are in every horror movie. There's also a moment with Ben that I was like scratching my head where he goes, "I was crunching the data again <laughs> on on dairy, just and I realized that there was a thing every 27 years." And I was like, 
really, Ben? When were you crunching the numbers again? Because as far as I'm aware, you've been running away from Pennywise for the last 48 hours. <laughs> my, my only and problem, also Mullet Boy. <laughs> my, my only problem with this, and it's it's not unique to this movie, because they do this all the time in movies, um, it, The Scary Basement. Hi, turn on the fucking light. No one yeah. does. Yeah. Why? They try. Yeah. They don't work, though. Yeah, they Wait, don't what? work. Uh, that's our review of... <laughs> It. Scott's just not a fan of New Kids on the Block. It is lit. No, those were those were really great moments. Oh yeah, I, really the, good humor. When she said the right stuff, that one took me a good thirty seconds to get, <laughs> like, and then I just oh. went giggle giggle about like way too late on that one. Uh, if, if you see it and you get lit, or it's shit, oh, <laughs> send it to verticalviewing at gmail dot com. Let Anybody us know. Anybody want a peanut? If you agree or disagree with our takes, I'm gonna I'm gonna just head out. Uh, my podcast is now just belittling me right now for my yeah. shitty. Not humor. at all. No, I love that, man. Uh, yeah, let us know what you think. Um, Verticalviewing.com is our website. Next week on the show, we are reviewing Mother, Mother with an exclamation mark. So it's like Mother, Ooh. which is uh, dividing audiences. Apparently, this one's. Completely fucking insane. I'm a fan of the J Law, uh, so it's designed to fuck with its audience, from what I understand. Cool. Oh, interesting. Yeah, cool. this this one's not going to be a comfortable sit. I think. Oh wait. Well, what? Aronofsky does some interesting stuff, and I so. think in terms of scary shit, I think it might make it look like Child's Play three. What's well, a different Ooh. kind of of uh, horror? I Have think. you actually seen yeah. Child's Play three? I'm just psychological. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, stay tuned to our show, everybody. Next week, it should be a good one. Darren Aronofsky is a crazy-ass punk. Yeah, he's wacky. Yeah, yeah. I think Requiem is, is, was remained his best film, and this, from what I hear, is even better. I really liked Fountain. Yes, yes. Talked about that a few weeks Some ago. Some people really like Black Swan. Too much uh, Flying Lotus in the Fountain, though. <laughs> um. Where can we find you on the internet? I am uh, on Twitter at Jared underscore Sergeant. Dope. Okay. Uh, at Michael R. Lind. Figure out where that's at. Mm. It's Twitter. It's on Twitter. Ghost of Jim Finch, right? Hi, that's me. Okay. There's a ghost in here. <laughs> oh my gosh. It's, oh, I didn't realize this whole time that he's a ghost. At oh. Scott Wilson, BC with two L's. Two Find me on Letterboxd as well with two L's. We all float down here. Uh, go to patreon.com slash vertical viewing if you want to become one of the old. The regular, The regulars, actually. The Patron Silvers. You, you can become a hydrogen, helium, or lithium level subscriber there uh, and get access to Jake Gyllenhaal love letters. Uh, Jake Gyllenhaal fan art. We Jake, actually read Jake Gyllenhaal love letters. Jake Gyllenhaal uh, podcast reviews. I write them all the time, yeah, not even yeah. for the show. But for real, though, you can check out our review of Prisoners and our review of uh, Nightcrawler on there. Also, Dune. Also, Superman Returns. Check out our review of Clockwork Orange, which may or may not be already... Really? It might already exist. Who knows? It's crazy how that works. Go to Patreon.com. Check it out. Time is a flat circle. Slash vertical viewing. Uh, yeah, it certainly is. Thank you, Rust Cole over there. Uh, yeah, are there any final thoughts from you guys? I mean, there's always the, the Google Play Music and iTunes where you can find the podcast and rate and review our show. And, On the Voyager. You know, the standard podcast business. Keeping it vertical of some kind. And yeah. It, uh, the blood it, goes vertical or whatever. And, oh, he doesn't give a fuck anymore. No. 